<laughs> I just ruined your whole rhythm. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what I did. All right. Uh, where are the doopy? No. <laughs> doopy. Hey guys, Doopy Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly. <laughs> this episode 110, and it is nearly the start of the season. If you are listening to this, first of all, thank you. Yeah. Second of all, you are within 48 to 24 to 12 to 2 to 1 hour away from kickoff depending on when you're listening to this and if you're listening to it one hour from kickoff way to go enjoy your ride to the soup um i can't wait for that ride it's gonna be fun that is awesome uh so just gonna rip the band-aid off right now i'm not gonna make it um (laughs) we were were all waiting for that yeah i know so (laughs) it does it does suck um yeah yeah just a work thing uh but yeah so you're gonna be there um, sounds like it might be a little chilly. Yeah, yeah, it it sucks. Cause today in in Philly it was like sixty five, mm-hmm. and on game day it's gonna be like thirty five. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah, a lot of layers. A lot of layers. You won't be able to show off that new jersey, I know. which you picked up over the weekend. And who did you get on it? I got Nate Harrell, our boy. I'm excited. Our boy. That's awesome. Yeah. And he saw the tweet and he did a handshake emoji. So, um, so we're best friends. Basically. Sounds like we'll all see- that means. Sounds like we have a secret handshake with Nate Harrell now. I can't wait to see him, if that yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be like, let's do the secret handshake. <laughs> be like, I don't know you guys. Yep. Anyway, um, yeah, so tonight, tonight, this is our prediction pod, of course, just like every other podcast out there, uh, MLS-wise. Um, we got to predict everything. We asked some fans for uh, some subjects to predict on. They were about as stupid as I could have come up with, so we appreciate everyone who participated. Um, they get us. They get us at this point. They get us. Yes. Yes. They, uh, yeah. Um, oh, and actually, just while we're talking live here, we should also put in our real predictions as far as like MVP and goal scorer. So we'll do that second half. So, oh, yeah. Good catch. Good catch. Yeah. <laughs> so, Luke, playing Minnesota. Um, we get a home game. I feel like it's, I feel like we haven't had too many home, home games to start off the season, but that might just be me. Uh, it might be because I feel like we have had a handful recently. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably 50 50, but you know, <laughs> I'm always a glass half empty kind of guy. <laughs> so, how, what, what, where do you want to start with this game? Starting lineup, uh, what's our news? Still no era. I, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just we'll start with starting lineup because that's I feel like it's an easy way to get into it. Um, yeah, it sucks. We, we don't have your um, Burke is back with his green card i um so that's at least not not an issue uh and, and that's a good good thing um it seems like santos still is dealing with an injury so i don't think he will be an option for this game um so we're probably looking at carranza and i i, I would my I, I think my prediction would be we're going to start with a christmas tree lineup and have carranza as the uh the sole striker um do you do you think maybe burke gets in and we do a, a two two striker lineup um, 
one when you said soul striker i was thinking like soul s-o-u-l and i was like yeah man soul striker let's go sounds good um, yeah. but yeah i see what you're saying um i was almost gonna say no to burke yes to two strikers with sullivan being a second striker okay okay yeah but um i there was a podcast uh, maybe kincaid someone talking to someone from miami who said that carranza um has done better as a solo striker uh granted miami um was miami so who knows really what's that but uh yeah sullivan i I could see sullivan getting the start he he won the beep test and uh if high school soccer tells you anything that's pretty important (laughs) that's true that's true um yeah i'm not i'm not against that i think that would be pretty cool um I, I feel like it would if if it if it is Sullivan that it, it, I feel like it wouldn't be that much different than um a Christmas tree being that Sullivan is kind of a tweener striker midfielder kind of guy so he, maybe he would be, be like pulled back a little bit and, and and drop in a bit um in terms of like actual playing you know in in the in game state um but yeah I'm definitely about that I I I am just really excited to see Kranz I feel like we've heard a lot of great things about his preseason and. Everyone seems to be pretty high on him, so I'd like I'd like to see what he's about and 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 just rip the bandit off and get him to the start. Um, and it seems like he's the most informed striker we have, so that's that's most likely going to be the case. So that's exciting. Um, and then yeah, then it's just relying <laughs> most, on most informed striker is a bold is a loose statement. Yeah, it, I mean sure. Yeah, most, most available striker I think would be an equal statement. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, but he had the most preseason reps with all the other guys in flux with injuries and visa stuff. So he's he's seems like he's been there and healthy the most. So I I'd say that's in form. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> in, in Philadelphia world, if you're a striker who's in the building, you're in form. Yes, let's, let's go. Do it. Let's do it. So so uh, so yeah, I I think you make the point of if Sullivan's starting, it does the difference between a four four two and a four two. Four three two one. I mean, yeah, it's it is what it is. It's not drastic. Um, so so four guys behind those two, mm-hmm. or Burke and him, or five behind uh, just Carranza. What who? What do you got in the midfield? So I'll stick with the Christmas tree. If it's just Carranza, I would put Gazdog and I put Paxton next to him, and then the 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 line of three would be Bedoya and Martinez, and I'd, I'd say Flock. Right. Um, just because. Flock over McGlynn because of you know it gets a, a more of a defensive minded guy in front of behind the three attacking midfielders makes more sense. Um, yeah, and I I'd, I'd feel pretty comfortable with that. I feel like that's a, a pretty solid starting lineup. Um, and there's still some some nice firepower off the bench with guys like Sullivan and and McGlynn to, to, to fill in there and Burke. Um, so I yeah I'd be I'd be down with that. What would you say if you did a if we went to the two striker lineup? So yeah, if I got uh, Carranza and um, the other kid uh, Sullivan up top, um, behind him, yeah, you gotta go Gazdag. Again, I go. Well, you know, I, I, at first I'm thinking Flack, Bedoya, Martinez, but the thing with that is, it's not a very attacking. I mean, th- those three guys don't score, and so then you're really just relying on. The front three to be the the ones. Whereas if you got McGlynn in there, you've got more playmaking abilities. So 
Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go Flack. You know, he he was so awesome last year. Stick with him, and then uh, yeah. So Flack Bedoya, Martinez. You want to be safe going into your home opener. Defensively, I don't think there's any questions. And uh, I don't know. What do you think about goalkeeper? <laughs> no, I want to bring back to your like that the little flock debate so are you more more interested or do you think a more a better attacking lineup is it a lineup with burke carranza and gazdag or as you know in the two striker setup or carranza in front of paxton and gazdag because i feel like that's really different that we're talking about that's that's a point so i so i said carranza sullivan gazdag you said Carranza, Paxton. Yeah, we're, we're splitting minor hairs, but I feel like I I settled on Flock behind those three because I wanted the defensive guy. You wanted McGlynn to be to support the attack. So I feel like that's like where, where our differences in our, in our predictions. Right. Um. Yeah, I would I would I would stick with Flock. Um. Kind of like looking at the Minnesota death chart, and I don't know if that was even your question, but but they got like Robin Lode on their uh, right wing and that's a decent player where like Kai should be fine. But um, I mean, Kai should be fine against anyone on the right wings, sure. but then you've also got uh will trap and Reynoso. And it just seems like a couple guys who could be active in there. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think flack the way he just reads the game. I think that's the, the way to go. Um, I'm not, I'm not I'm like scared of trap will trap I think will trap's a nice guy probably but yeah yeah um but yeah I, I think I think you start the game with flock and then then you leave McGlynn as a sub option for the second half and I think I think that's probably the way to go um and yeah same thing with same thing with Burke I think you let uh Sullivan run it out and then let Burke come in and bang bodies at the end if you need to um gotcha i don't know i don't know much about the the defense of minnesota but you know there's a bunch of names i don't recognize so we should be all right yeah i think i agree with that yeah they're, they're aside from really renosa i i don't have much fear of that lineup they're a bunch of like pretty decent guys ben renosa is a very good player but other than him yeah i don't no, no one really concerns me much so yeah yeah i'm on board there um their their third string keeper's last name is Dick, so I'm glad we got that into the podcast. Good job. <laughs> good, good job there. All right. Let's let's move on because I don't think we have any more anything more to say about that. About yeah, Minnesota. We'll, we'll do we'll do score predictions at the end of the podcast. So uh and and if you're a betting uh, man or woman, you'll wanna be sure to stick around for that because we'll make you some money. Oh yeah. Um, do you want to go into like a full kind of overview of March or the, the games and what yeah, we might yeah. expect? So, yeah. yeah, so a quick little Minnesota is obviously how we start, but um, the Union obviously, or not obviously, but we've got a little bit of a history of coming out with slow starts. So looking at the first month of the year, we start with Minnesota at home, Montreal away, San Jose home, hoping to make that one. And uh, away at NYCFC. So, and I'll be at that one. Boom. Oh wow! All right. So you're going to be at three of the first four. That sounds good. Yeah, I like that. That's that's cute, cute, cute. <laughs> um, 
All right. So what, what would your expected points for those first four be? What, what would be, obviously you want 12. Right. I think and obviously I, you don't want zero. I'd be good with, I think seven would be a great number. Yeah. So, so when two did, wins and a road tie. Yeah. And, and losing an, an away game too. So mm-hmm. I, I think the first three games are where obviously the, the chances to get pick up those points because ending at, away at NYC is, is going to be tough. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's pretty doable. I think a tie against at Montreal should be fine. And taking care of San Jose and Minnesota at home, they're not teams that are very scary. Um, it'd be cool. To, it'd be it'd be nice to get one on um, on Minis- on uh, sorry San Jose and Montero. I don't know how how that's that game's gonna go. There might be a little bit of a battle and some tension there, but I don't think they're they're they're, they're as a whole that team is not scary and probably one of the worst western conference teams so i think we are with our the slow start that you usually have i think this is a somewhat of a weaker at least three three games to start the season yeah i'm gonna yeah i I like the seven points that's a always a safe bet when you're talking about four games Mm -hmm. um agree with the two home ones i'll say we lose in montreal i think so my storyline is going to be that we win comfortably this weekend against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We go to Montreal and lose, uh, beat San Jose, and then we get we we really get up for that NYCFC game. Yeah. Um, one because we lost at Montreal and everyone's like, oh shoot, we're we're not all that in a bag of chips, as the kids used to say. But then also as far as a little like, uh, you beat us in our house the last time we saw you in the Eastern Conference Final. And we didn't have a bunch of these guys who are on the field now. And I think there'll be a little bit of a revenge. Um, not that it's an Eastern Conference final, but yeah. So I think I think they'll get up for that game and really want to take it to NYCFC. I could see us getting nine. I could see them even winning that game. First Ooh. win at baseball stadium. So that's that's the AJ guarantee. I actually just put uh, $2,000 on Union win for that game. <laughs> Futures bet. Lock it in. Wow. Impressive um yeah. okay yeah i i i would love that but yeah i don't know that that sounds that's obviously a tougher task so okay hey you know you're not gonna you're not gonna be rich by betting on easy things i guess that's true <laughs> <laughs> but you could be poor <laughs> yeah so uh yeah um so we covered minnesota we covered the month of march um we don't need to cover any other months right now. So you want to get into a little game you picked up from the uh, Extra Time Pod? Yes. Extra- yeah, I MLS. think it's it's, it's, it's become a Doobie Brothers tradition to steal good segments from other podcasts and make them worse. So we're going to do that right now. Um, so Extra Time does a golden boot draft. So they pick, I think, five players each and throughout the league of, of players they think will be the, the top goal scorers. And we're going to do something similar with just union players. We'll do goals and assists, and we'll do a snake draft of three players each, and a goal. And we'll and whoever has the most combined goals and assists at the end of the year from our our combined three players will will be the winner. Um, and maybe we could put some mistakes on that uh, behind the scenes between us, but we haven't talked about that, so I don't want to put put that on you now. Um, hey, you know, I didn't think you ate steak, but if you want to put some on it, I'm all for it. Yeah, I don't. But uh, okay. Um, so I will let you go first because this was my game. I don't know. Right. And you're the older yeah. brother, so you just that's that's just how that works. 
but yep. well so it's a snake draft so you get the first pick um goals are two points assist is one point season long game starts now starts now on You're the on clock the on the clock all right and what, how long's the clock 18 minutes so take your time 18 all right so i'm not one to just jump into decisions i'm not very impulsive <laughs> so, so for the next 18 minutes i'm going to try to get my computer to load up mlssoccer.com it should take all 18 minutes. But no, my first pick, I think I will take. Um, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go Carranza. Uh, yeah, that's a good yeah. pick. It is. It is. And that's and that's why I did it. <laughs> good analysis. That's good. Okay. Um, so and I get, and so this is Snake Draft, so I get the next two. That's, right. we're, we're in agreement on that? We agree. Okay, so I'm going to take... I think I'm going to go chalk with this. I'm going to take Gazdag and Yura as my next two picks. Feels... Oh, but, I, but I wanted those two. Well, it's that's a shame. But I'm still your older brother. <laughs> that's so, true. All right. And you're sure? You you want to lock those in? Yeah, that, those are locked in. Yeah, there were some trade okay. um, trade talks in, in the background, but I, I ignored those calls, and I'm going to lock this in. Okay. Then... Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Santos. Okay. And Oh, and then it's me again. And then it's you again. Yeah, this is this is a two-person snake draft is it's quick. <laughs> it's quick. The picks come <laughs> they, they come quick. Do you want to do five players? Do you want to up it a little bit to make this a little, a little bit Let's more? Cuz we we've got people watching us on YouTube who are just like, "Give us more uh, all of our Patreons." Thanks to the Doopy family. Oh my god! Just kidding. We don't have a Patreon. No one would pay money for this. Nope. nope. All right. Um. All right. So my my. So I've got Carranza, Santos, and I will go Paxton. Okay. Okay. Friend of the pod. That's true. That's a good call. Um. I'm gonna go. Shoot. That's all the good players or the top players. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I will go. Oof, I'm gonna go Wagner. Ooh, in term, and, you nice. know, play the assist angle. The assist angle, uh huh. And then I think I'll go Bedoya. Interesting. To toss yeah. away your last pick. That's, <laughs> that's a bold move. No, I, I mean he's he's. I mean he plays a lot, and I think that's most likely gonna be true. And. He's always involved with big goals, and he's in, he'll, he'll get some assists too. All right, yeah. Hey, you know, you, you got a shot. You got a shot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Sullivan with my last one. Okay, so we're so, only doing, we're doing four. Oh, that's four players. All yeah. right, so yeah, let's do. It. So I get another one. Oh, that's sick, man. All right, <laughs> just keep, keep the fun going. The, I saw, I saw. I know you said all the good players are taking two picks ago, but let's let's keep going. <laughs> Um, so I you was forget how about, small a one team is when that's when that's the only players you have to pick from. Yeah, um, I was debating on going summer signing, but I didn't know if that'd be against the rules. <laughs> you can, no, so, I, I, I will allow that if you if you want to go a one summer signing as a, just a, a blanket, you can do that. Um, because that's that's a that's a risk too. But I mean, there's there's a risk reward. I'll just choose Corey Burke. Okay, I'm gonna end you, with I'll end with you. Lynn. 
Yeah, I knew. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, Luke has taken. Uh, let's see. You took Alberg, Montero. <laughs> so uh, you have Gazdag, Aura, Wagner, Bedoya, Meglin. That I like your group a lot. Yeah. I got Carranza, Santos, Paxton, Sullivan, Burke. Yeah, I think I'm going to win this. Yeah, I don't know how mine turned out <laughs> different, but I think I think it's really just. All right, guys. Well, anyway, this is a <laughs> fake game that we're not going to keep track of and make you listen to. Yep. So we're going to take a break. After the break, we've got a lot of predictions to throw out. Um, a lot came from fans. Um, so if you gave us one, you might hear your name on this podcast, which is always really exciting. Get your 15 minutes of fame. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll just come back please please (laughs) (laughs) hey guys people brothers podcast thanks for coming back after the break um you will regret it so (laughs) it's our prediction show we predicted some crap above we're going to predict some crap now um sorry fans so we asked, I, I tweeted out that we were doing our prediction show, asked people to predict or send up some categories to predict. Oh, we didn't do the real ones. I added Correct. them to the bottom. Add them to the bottom. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> and our fans know us so well that we uh, got some awesome, um, awesome questions to predict on the year. I don't know if there's going to be a way to track it. So we're just going to assume that we're right. Um, but Luke, so this is from our friend Silver Ray, mm-hmm. Renee. Um, and this one needs to be answered by you. We'll alternate because you are an owner of a Fang Jersey. So Renee asked how many different Fang jerseys will Fang wear during the season? Uh, And I'm going to costumes. How many different costumes will he wear? Okay. So he's going to wear the primary that I think he'll wear the secondary, like, you know, the the lightning. So it's two. He will have his, like his default that that just says the union sets three. I think he'll do. There's got to be a pride jersey for, um, like you know, the kick, um, childhood cancer. So that's five. I'm sure there's gonna be like a military, or like, America for the July kind of thing. So that's what that's six. Mm-hmm. So that's that's got to be out of like the jerseys and then costumes. Maybe there's gonna be oh, there's got to be like a Halloween thing. So I'll make that seven. Um. I'm going to just do eight because there's got to be some other random thing that he's going to do. So I'm going to go with eight. Eight. That's 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 solid. And I, I'm sure Renee is laughing in his car right now thinking like, oh, my God, Luke actually really thought about this pretty hard. That's, that's I mean, well done. Luke. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you want to jump into costumes? No, let's let's, see. let's move on. Cause well, my... I was going to say, okay, so, well, so the costumes is the one I wanted to do, honestly. Oh, okay. I Yeah, sorry. I jumped into all of it, yeah. Well... The only thing I was thinking of with costumes, so I guess I didn't have many thoughts, but we usually have a Star Wars night, and so I thought there might be a Star Wars costume. And then uh, you said Halloween. Yeah, I thought uh, he did. I thought the Star Wars costume that I remember that Fang did. I thought that was a Halloween thing. That's well, usually that's like the May the Fourth one. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, I, and I don't, I don't know how the calendar works, so um, I don't know when when we have a May game, but let's see. Nope, we do not have a game on May 4th. Well, that's a bummer. But 
You never know. That's why I gave that extra eighth just because I knew something would jump up that he would Fang would capitalize on. So yeah. Nice man. Well, Fang fashion. You got it here on the uh, Brothers podcast. And that that was the uh, second half of the episode. So thanks for listening. (laughs) No, just kidding. We got more. We Uh, yeah. Our buddy Mike Mike Thomas gave us a a handful of questions. So I'll give you the first one. Okay. What is the number of Sergio Santos haircuts throughout the year? So, I cut my own hair, uh-huh. and uh, it, it sometimes is kind of tough to tell what's like a different haircut versus the same old thing um, when I'm trying to do the same old thing. I don't know if that applies to Sergio. That does not apply to Sergio. He has very different hairstyles. We'll say hairstyles if that, if that clarifies anything. So, yeah, so the word number of haircuts is different uh, because like – people get haircuts all the time um but hairstyles yeah so i'm gonna go so i was gonna go a different one for every home game but that i can't even imagine 17 different hairstyles so i will cut it in half and go eight eight different hair hairstyles that still feels like a lot i know like but it it doesn't seem out of the realm for him right like he should be able to get it, but I don't know. So far, we both have answered eight for eight. our first two questions. Okay, so. okay. I'm going to add a secondary question on Santos. Will he have more haircuts than goals? If you if eight is the number, will he have more than Ooh. eight goals this year? That is a brilliant question. Oh my gosh! Sometimes I'm like, uh, do I really like having a brother? Do I not? <laughs> but you just like got me back in the yeah i like having a brother yes that's a great question he will have more haircuts than goals oh boy that's more speaking towards the production of Carranza and ura okay okay so a positive spin on that but yeah okay yeah i'm on board and, i think he just i don't think he's shown the ability to stay healthy for 34 games i mean i guess we're already down to 33 very true yep um, all right, so Luke, here's your <laughs> question from Mike. Volume level of pregame music. Oh, Is that okay. also an eight? <laughs> Maybe. Um, so that, that's, a, that's a callback to our, our buddy Chris Gibbons uh, debating with um, Carl, the, uh, the video audio guy for the union, about the, how the level of music the volume level of music should be in pregame and i and i i was kind of on chris's side i think it's a little loud and maybe necessary um i i think it's probably going to stay the same i don't know what the level that would be i don't know how to give that a number or uh uh yeah but I, it's probably going to stay the same based on how that that conversation played out on twitter but um i appreciate both of those guys for talking for doing that um but it's probably going to stay the same given that that's a funny that's yeah a that funny is good no I, that is good and, they, and you know I, I mean carl's the right guy to to get in and, and be the guy that makes the difference but I, I feel like they do such a good job with the production that they'll probably not change it based off of one twitter conversation and so um listen to another podcast danny Hagenbottom was on he mentioned how bringing his kids to a game here compared to in europe it's really a production. It's it's a lot of entertainment, and that, that's kind of like an Americanistic uh, view of attending attending a sports game. Um, 
whereas it is a very entertaining thing. And I feel like the music is a big part of that. I mean, they've got, you know, I remember bringing my son uh, Keegan to his first game and I, it, it lined up uh, whether I chose it or not to be the game where they had fireworks after the, after the game. And mm-hmm. it, it was just like, I, I think the music plays into that part where it's not just, we've got 18,000 diehard fans walking into the stadium who live and breathe and bleed with the union. It's, we've got 18,000 people coming into the stadium who are spending money to be here. And we want to hit as much entertainment value as possible. Right. And yeah, music, music is a uh, thing that helps, helps with that. So, yep. I think we, um, we discussed that enough. Yeah. Uh, you didn't give a number, but we'll move I'll on. give it an eight. I'll give it an eight just because that's I, what I agree. Doing. I think eight was the right answer. Okay. All right, this one's back to you. Oh, wait, yeah, back to you. Another question from Mike. Um, number of shoes ruined by muddy parking lots because they are still unpaved and we are still living in, you know, Southeast PA where weather is crazy, so. Well, um, yeah, we would love to get those parking lots paved uh, because it's it's really tiring to see this many shoes get ruined. Um, I'm going to set the number at eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay that feels a little low based on attendance but okay we'll move on well you you say that but you the wording was ruined that's true no it's yeah it's fair dirty is not ruined yeah i i think eight might be high but hey <laughs> no we'll see i also take off my shoes on the walk so <laughs> i'll put my shoes on until i get to the men's room I don't, like, I, my... I don't like anyone to be walking barefoot around that stadium Hey, man. All right, Luke. I hope this one is not eight, but, you know, with the way it's going, it might be. <laughs> How many players? Huh? No, no, it's the player with the most visa issues. Oh, which player will have the most? Okay. Right, cool. <laughs> How many players will have visa issues? I'm just in a in a quantity state. So mm-hmm. um, which player will have the most visa issues? Is it number eight? Wait. And can you tell me who number eight is? Oh. Is it is that Martinez? I don't I don't know if I can do that. Well, who is number eight? Do you do you I'm have that? Okay. Well, I I think it's it's because it, I think the the it's got to it, be Europe. It it's got to be Europe. But it it could have been Burke. But it seems like he's back and his green card is all settled. So unless we have a, a you know a summer signing that that goes through a similar process, which is possible, and. We 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 I remember when Montero got signed that that was like mid season that took forever, um so maybe you know mystery mid season signing could be the answer but it's I think at the moment it's got to be Euro. That's a fair answer, yeah. and you were right. Martinez is number eight. Oh, nice, nailed it. All right, hit me with the next one. All right, this is this from our buddy Sob Sanjaya. Um, number of crunching tackles from Kai Wagner on Montero. In the San Jose game, and that, that, this is a good one because it's yeah. it's coming up, it's coming up, and very, you know, it's like it's like with the times, man. Montero just traded. Yeah. Um, the thing is, he says Kai, or she says Kai. I don't know. Says Kai, and uh, I don't know how often Kai and Montero will be going at it. It might be more for Martinez. So if I was to do a union on Montero on crunching tackles mm-hmm. i would say they get a solid three okay 
I, I don't know if this is true because I didn't. I've never heard the full story, but I feel like Wagner and Montero may have been not the best of friends from from some things I've heard, I've seen on Twitter. Um, that like some of the, the the you know the locker room stuff may have involved uh, Wagner and Montero when when it was discussed about Montero's locker room issues. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that's true. That that was something that I, that I I saw, but I, I have no backing of that. So maybe that's why this is. This is coming up because those two may have some some issues with each other, and it could be a fun battle. But yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like a couple guys might get it on that. I, yeah, I, I, I can see it. I don't know, um, yeah. but it, it's gonna be a fun game for the, for that for that little little factor. Do fans cheer or boo Montero? I think I said this. Asked you this in the last game. In the last, podcast. I think you did that with Gaz or Gaddis, but maybe maybe Montero. Yeah, Montero might be a toss up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it's so recent that like he he was on her. He was a union guy like a week ago, basically. So it, right. it you know it feels like he's still kind of our guy, and it, we're gonna see him so early in the season. So I I could see I could see there being a, a mixed uh, mixed reaction from the fans there. Yeah. All right. Um. From Zach Labasso, this is this is this is a very <laughs> that's a union kind of t- questions. I like this. How quickly will fans turn on Yura if he doesn't like score within the first forty-five, or or just in general? How quickly will fans turn on him? And we can have a bigger discussion on how much impact does he have to have quickly. It's yeah, it is tough because it's like, well, first of all, it's tough that he's not with the team yet, but with him being such a, a big signing and there's kind of a lot of expectations on him being the, the, the DP striker that we've been climbing for. And I know there's like Kranz is there too, but yours, you know, he, we spent the money on him and he has the kind of the more of the pedigree. So, and like, oh gosh, this makes me like, not like I've never, I have yet to consider the fact that he could be a bust because, you know, he, we haven't seen him yet. He, we, we, we just are, you know, you know, very, positive about a, a signing like this before seeing a guy um but I, I i think fans will be on his side for a bit because we know that we need him we like kind of need him to be good so i think we'll give him a, at least mid till mid-season and if he's like a Vooten level signing and has does nothing i think it takes till you know summer to like fans to really realize this this guy might not be yet over under on goals one and a half through the month of March. I mean, there's still the, the the outlier of when will he start and get with a team. Let's say he gets three games. Three games. If he gets a goal in those three games, I think we're fine. I, I right. think we can say if we, I, I'll, I'm fine with the under. Because it, it's also just, you know, there's more than just goals too. Like if he looks like he's gelling with guys and other guys are scoring, then it's, it's all good. But I, I think, I think... I, I want to set the, the storyline that we need to give him time. Okay. Yep. Who scores more goals this year? Mikel Yura or Kasper Shabilko? That's a good question. Uh, hmm. I mean, Shabilko's got Shakiri feeding him. And he seems like he's kind of their guy. And we, we might have multiple guys, you know, hopefully. I, I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be, Pazadelphia, I'm going to say Uri gets more goals. Very good. Very good. Good answer. 
All right. Can you imagine the mayhem that would ensue if you said Casper? <laughs> Our fans would freak out, all three of us. The city would shut down. <laughs> um okay next, right. next question from our bora union on twitter how many fights will brujo get into this this season uh jeez, man there is not a number high enough for this answer um because there are some memorable el brujo moments like the one that sticks out to me <laughs> Is him in Iguain's face? Um, such a brilliant Italian yeah, animation. So good, yeah. Um, and we don't have CCL, but don't we have like Nations League or Nations. Leagues Cup or something? Yeah, not Nations League. Uh, that's something else. Le- no, maybe Leagues Cup. Maybe I don't know if that's officially on this year. It's all confusing, and I think okay. there's US Open Cup at some point this year, hopefully. Because that, that's where I was thinking, like, I bet he might be a little looser on the discipline. Um, but I'll, I'll say I'm going to lean towards red card, so I'll say if fight equals red card. Okay. I'll go I'll go two legit. I'll go two. Okay. Two, two red, do yeah. two fighting. or Two incidents. Two incidents that lead to red card from him. Yes. yes. Okay. Fair. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. And if... <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think we'd be fine with that too. Yeah. All right. Um, from Zach Union, he'll be our assist leader. That's that's good. I mean, it, ideally, it's God's dog, right? right. I, I think. I think it just has to be God's dog. I don't really see another guy because our other midfielders, like we've talked about, are mainly on there for the defensive side, or, or they're less attacking midfielders. So it's really got to be God's dog, unless it's, unless it's like Carranza and he and he or have like a magical connection and just keeps feeding him. But I I think it's God's dog. I think I'm not gonna overthink that. Yeah, I think I think that's that's a solid answer, good answer. Um, unless you were to do like a, a Wagner, like a something like that. That's the only thing I could think of. That that's line. not bad too, but that still just means God's dog has has a bad has a bad year. So I don't want to I don't want to go down that route. Yeah, why would you do that? Yep. All right, so from, also from Zach, a, who is the silver boot winner? And we will probably do a golden boot winner prediction next and, and a little bit from, from our own predictions, but <laughs> silver minutes. boot. Um, all right, so silver boot. I'll, I'll go... I'll go Yura. Okay. Because, and that's that's kind of solely because I chose Carranza number one up above. Fair, okay. So I, I would look stupid if I didn't choose... If I chose him to be second. Okay. All right. Okay. All good. All right. So, so thanks to our fans who, uh, I quickly threw out some questions as I tweeted that out this afternoon, I came up with some questions to throw at Luke, um, and myself. So Luke, here's a prediction. Tell me what will be the mid season drama story? Because I've got one that I think is going to really shock union nation. Um, <laughs> so if you want to hear it first, but I'd love to hear what you think will be, a, a headline that's gonna uh, really rock the city of Philly. I, I don't know. I can't think of a drama story. I'm thinking more of like a maybe Wagner gets sold, and we're just unhappy because we're losing Wagner. I think I think that's really it. I don't. 
I don't know how much drama is behind that though. So I don't know if that really is, is the best answer, but what's, what's, what's on your, your mind there? My mind was that, uh, the homegrowns gang up because Paxton's doing too good. And, um, they end up cutting his hair to look like Jack McGlynn's. Wait, what? And Paxton's like, man, why'd you do that? I, I, what? All right, next prediction, Luke. Who will have the best celebration this year? <laughs> um. Okay. Oof. I, you know, Bedoya always like has a good one with, with his goals. Hmm. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Martinez. He's gonna get his first goal, and he's gonna go wild and have like a whole dance party. I think that's where it's gonna be. Yeah. I, and hopefully like Santos is on the field too because they, they have a fun little connection, like friendship. So I, I hope it's, I want to say Martinez and when he scores, it's going to be an all-out dance party. I I like that. That's a kind of a bold hot take. Because um, I was going to say Sullivan as a, I was going to say Sullivan. Okay, but... yeah, the home ruins will probably will have some fun stuff too. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm on board with They'll that. be like the, the, like the vaccination thing that uh, Jack McGlynn did. I like that one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um. What will be the Open Cup finish for the Union or a headline from that tournament? Um, so first of all, I just hope it happens this year. I, I think the headline will be that it exists this year. Oh, this guy. This guy um, is exciting. But the, I, I think the Union, being that they aren't in CCL, and I, I maybe there's a Leagues Cup, but I, I think they would be on... Hopefully, they'd be on different timetables, so that the Union be, would be able to focus on Open Cup and have like the depth with their midfield and, and young guys to to really like give it a run. Um, I think the, I think we would go to the final. I don't know. I'll, I'll say that we would go to the final of, of Open Cup because Curran is invested in the tournament. We have so many chances of getting there, and I think that's where it, this team is so good that if, if it happens and if we're we're in, we're in it. We're in it. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um. All right. Next one. Who will be the left back at the end of the year? That's a good question. I think it's gonna be. Oof. I... No, you answer. I, I answer the last one. You, who, who do you think? Oh, so I just I'm coming up with my own questions here. Um. I think. Uh. It, I think it will not be Kai Wagner. I think it will be Aaron Sorensen. Okay, I like that. No, I mean, yeah. I, I remember this this afternoon. I was thinking about it, and I said that, and I said, "No, I want it to be Matt Real because we interviewed Fontana, and he was like, Real's awesome. You guys got to get him on, and we haven't had him on. So, my ode to him is that he will be the left back at the end of the year after we interview him. Yes, so, there yeah. it is. Okay, I'm on board. I like it. Um, cool, yeah, that was. I think Matt was gonna be my answer. Sorensen. It sounds like he's a lot of promise, and he'd be cool to see. But I, I think Matt is ready to to be a starter. So, oh, well, I'm glad you answered my question. Yeah. Um, will Bedoya be a starter at the end end of the year? I'm gonna say yeah. Um, because we're gonna be hopefully in a spot where we're gonna be planning for some silverware, and as long as he's healthy, which he's pretty good at being healthy, he should be a starter. And it's, it, I really think he wouldn't be if we were, you know, not really playing for anything and we're just ready to, you know, move on to the homegrowns and give them playing time. So I think Bedoya will be a starter. 
Nice. All right. How many union players will earn caps this year for their mm-hmm. national team? Okay. So there's there's Blake, Bonizo, okay. um Martinez. And, and we're and we're doing just uh senior senior caps right now, like youth youth guys. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um so there's three I mean, you're kind of call up. I don't know how recent that was or what the circumstances one circumstances were. I want to say just yeah, three. I'm gonna go with three. Do you have any just, other guys that I didn't uh, that I missed that may be a factor? Uh, yeah, I have a ton. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, all right, ready. All right, so we, I'm just going to type it in three because you're an idiot. Um, all right, ready? So Blake and Burke, that's two. Oh, Burke, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Burke. Yeah, Faizo. Yeah. Um, I I do think Glesnes will get a call-up. Okay. I think Elliot will get a call-up. For who? Scotland. Okay, but yeah, okay. Okay. Martinez, we're at six. I ready? Mm-hmm. I think Ura will get a call up. Okay. Okay. So I think all right, Gazdag will get a call up. Oh yeah, I guess he yeah, he was a part of the Hungarian team. Yep. Yep. Bodoya's not making the World Cup team. No. But I think Paxton will get a call up. For, uh, you're not talking about World Cup team though, right? Like a not the World Cup team, but I think he'll get a call up this summer or something for a friendly. I think I think there's going to be a situation where they need a guy. He'll get in, and there'll be a cool story. And that's my bold, a bold. So I'm gonna take your three, and I'm gonna put nine. That's good. Yeah, there definitely are guys that now I I feel like I I missed. Um... I would. Yeah, you... I, I should go up to five with Burke and and Gazdag, but I I mean three is my I I gave you already gave you three, so we have to move on. Yep, you, you, we have to. Yep. Um, and I didn't I didn't even include summer signing, but I, that's okay. <laughs> He's gonna be so good. <laughs> it's freaking. Who doesn't call it messy? <laughs> All right. All right. So gosh, we yeah we we've really settled on this predictions thing, but hey, now we're to the real ones. All right. So now it's like kind of like the classic boring ones that everyone does but luke who's gonna be the team mvp this year team mvp is gonna go to it's gonna go to uh elliot oh wow i did not think you were gonna go that way but i'm glad you did because i was gonna make fun of you for being boring is that boring no i, I thought you were gonna go god's dog i'm like everyone's calling god's dog but like okay yeah no yeah. I, th- I still think our defense is our is our strongest element and i think elliot's been been great so i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna go with that awesome awesome i'm gonna go kronza man yeah you're you're all on all in on kronza there well um i initially thought uh ura for um like i tweeted at mls extra time or something and said ura was gonna be everything basically but uh for some reason i picked kronza earlier in this episode and i have to stick for that so <laughs> Um, 
it may or may not be what I actually believe, but I am <laughs> loyal to the words I said earlier. So, right. um, yeah, I, I think Karanz is going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to lean into it. I, I think Karanz is also going to be our golden boot, so I'm just going to call that. Okay, I, I got to go with Euro then, because that's my guy that I picked first. So. Right. <laughs> Whoa, hello. That's great. Um, great stuff. Classic. Um, but being that, if if Karanza scores... 18 goals like he's expected to <laughs> should be the golden boot plus the MVP All right. for the Philadelphia Union. Fair. Whereas defender of the year, I'm going to take Jakob Glesnies. Nice. Now are you going to, I assume you'll take Elliot. Then? I guess I have to. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but no, but I mean, it makes sense. I, yeah. I'm going to go with Elliot. All right. Homegrown of the year. Who are you going to take? I'll let you go first. Oof. Uh, this is a good one. Um, I think, I think it's going to be McGlynn. Why? Uh, I think because I think he and Flack will get kind of split time more so than like maybe Paxson and Gazdog. So I and everyone's some high on McGlynn. I think he's he was he seemed the most polished ending last year, and I know Paxson you know end of the year fine but i think yeah i, I just feel best about mcglenn right now yeah um i'll go i'll go paxton just just because mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but yeah i think i think it's it's pretty cool that all of our uh well i feel like we're we've got this group of three i know we've got more homegrowns yeah on the team with freeze and real um but, and harry Harry, Brandon Craig, Cole I, Turner. Yeah, I, I hope Harry will get some some time too. I know. Yeah. I, I assume with Bizo's call ups that that he should get some window because he's you know now now he's the next man up. Um, but I, you know he 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 is a lot of a lot of potential. He's he's a good player from what we've seen so far. So hopefully he gets more minutes too. Yeah, I always just think like, uh, it's it's I always feel like it's those three: McGlynn, Paxton, Sullivan, because yeah. they're the yeah yeah um <laughs> i didn't even see this one that's hilarious <laughs> well done all right coach of the year <laughs> well done all right this is your your bit this is your bit from last year yeah no that, yeah, it's funny i even painted a picture of it i don't even think i ever posted but uh i don't think you did because i don't think i saw it yeah but someday we'll we'll interview coach Curtin and tell him he won 2021 coach of the year for the union <laughs> just only that year only that year. Yeah, the other year is he, he did that. But yeah, um, I guess also this time next year, February of 2023, will Jim Curtin be the union coach? Yes, I hope so. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I think the only, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think even if, the, like, even if we win MLS Cup, I don't think he. I think he's so young still that like I think he would still stay with this team, and kind of like you know build a dynasty in quotes, and then maybe when he's older, his kids are older, he'd feel more comfortable like going to Europe because he he has that potential, and you know and and obviously he could now, but I feel like he still seems invested in this project and things are going so well that I don't know why he would want to leave yet. That's like a hopeful optimism kind of spin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was on the record last year saying I thought he would not be the coach through the whole year because I thought he'd, 
he'd jump um, yeah. and take take just a different job just because he's amazing. Um, I mean, it's true. Yeah. So. All right, man. Well, uh, I guess all that's left is so if you're into betting, me and Luke are uh, also into betting. In also into betting. I was gonna say we were good, but uh, I I wouldn't say we, that. We've we've been involved in uh, betting. So, um, Luke, you want to give people any bets you have for the weekend, and then we'll do our predictions for this weekend's game for the Union. Yeah, so I got two. One for the Union game. I don't have my only bet for the Union game so far is that I have a Carranza goal. I think that's, that's, my that's guy. that feels like good money. I love, that, I love that you support me that much. Yeah, that's for you. That's for you. And then I did a a parlay, a four fourth pick parlay outside of the Union because their odds aren't great. Um, would be a, it's so it's a draw between San Jose and Red Bulls, DC to beat Charlotte, Chicago to beat Miami, and LAFC. Colorado that's my four game parlay with a pretty good payout nice I had a parlay three game I got also of Chicago beating Miami um interesting that Chicago is such an underdog in that one but you know let's go Fabian Herbers and Casper Shabilko uh DC beating Charlotte and uh Austin and Cincinnati tying last year Cincinnati cost me a lot of money because I kept like betting against them then they'd randomly tie or whatever or Oh, they drove me nuts. But, you know, sometimes you just don't learn from mistakes. And <laughs> there you go. So, okay. yeah, those odds are 2,496 So for those three. Nice. So, giddy up. So, Luke, Union versus Minnesota. You guaranteed you were going to put $10,000 of your own money on this. Last year, you edged me out in our predictions by one point. We do three points for exact score, one point for getting the win correct which we both always predict wins, so it's kind of stupid, but something, and then we add more points for goal scorers too, but I kind of forget what that is, so. We'll make it up along the way. Um, I'm going to say a 2-0 Union win with a Carranza goal and a mm, Sullivan goal. Nice. That's going to be very good for my fantasy team. I am going to go 3-1. No, we're not getting scored on. Am I an idiot? We have Carranza <laughs> too. You love the brace. I, I've all I always love the brace. I don't think there's ever been a brace since I've predicted it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Paxton with the the third. Nice. Or another third goal. So those are all guys who I'm rooting for. Cool, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we just gave you the money making formula. So. Basically, anything other than a 2 nothing or 3 nothing win for the Union will make you money. Um, Carranza most certainly is not scoring this weekend. And, uh, well, I just got to say, oh, I lost I lost multiple bets tonight as I look at my DraftKings. <laughs> Bummer. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> Welp. Thanks to all those people who uh, gave us some prediction stuff. Um, it was a fun little episode. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, yeah so um yeah we'll we'll see you next week after the first union game look for luke at the game if you find him be sure to just give him a big hug because the guy needs a hug uh (laughs) thanks i'm just kidding be safe all right guys that's enough thanks and keep being good people union goal